0: Yeah, right. He is. He's so put on some weight. got that.
1: No gym. Probably not drinking the white well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he had a posted a to picture today. He's making a tall
2: girl.
1: All right, all right, all right, lead heads. I'm back. With the Talking Lead Podcast. i being Lefty, your host. Your hostess with the mostess. <laughs> I'm getting, uh, was it cabin fever? Is that was called David. Get cooped that up. That
0: is what it's called. Yep.
1: Going stare crazy. Really, I'm not because I'm getting out and about. I'm not abiding by these uh, draconian laws that they're trying to pass and force on us these days. But I'm being safe about it. You know, I'm not being irresponsible. So, uh, I mean, there's there's ways that you can still go about everyday life and. Uh, maintain a uh, virus-free environment. So so all you guys that uh, are cooped up, appreciate you listening to the show. Hope you caught last week's episode, episode two uh, – no, it's three. Is it 300? 344. Lost count. Whew. Yeah, man. Uh, it was a good show. Uh, we gave you some tips and tricks. Uh, if you are at home and you're getting antsy and you're not being able to go out to the range – which here in Tennessee, the ranges are open. You can go and you can, you can go shoot and keep your skills honed and uh, your guns tuned up. But uh, if you want to, and you should do this anyway, you know, if you're at home, you should try dry firing, you know, do your, your practice, your manipulations, uh, your trigger control, your grip control through dry firing drills. And we had Nils Jonathan on, who is Canic's sponsor shooter uh, and we had Adam with Canic USA on as well and uh, they were sharing some of the tips that they have been posting on their Instagram page. Uh, it's quick tips for quarantine or during quarantine and they're posting those on Instagram so you guys can go check those out with Niels and then of course the big news was we announced a Canic TP9 SFX giveaway. That we're going to be doing here on the show next episode, we're going to announce the winner of that. So you go back to last episode and you're going to find out what you got to do to be eligible to win that Canic TP9 SFX. And uh, I didn't make it easy, you know. You got to work for this, but it's it's kind of easy. I mean, especially if you're sitting at home with nothing else to do, uh, you just you're just going to go and watch those videos on their IG, the quick tips. And as we're recording this. I think they've got six videos out right now. So you're going to share those videos. You're going to reshare them. And then you're going to tag Talking Lead, Canic, Nils, Century Arms. Uh, and then you're going to tell us what each episode is about. You're going to send me an email. Tell me what each episode is about. And then in one of those videos, we've got a little hidden surprise and you're supposed to point out and tell us what that hidden surprise is. And we make it pretty damn obvious. So, um, watch those videos, share them, tag us, and then shoot me an email, talkingled at gmail.com, and put in the subject uh, Canic TP9 SFX giveaway, Canic Talking Lead giveaway, something like that, so I know what it is. Uh, and some of you have already sent those in, you kind of jumped the gun because when we first recorded, I think they only had four videos. Uh, so you're missing some videos. So that means you're going to have to send me another email with uh, updated information on that. So if you sent me an email earlier and you missed those other videos that they've just posted, then, uh, send me a whole new email. Just don't add to it. All right. It just makes it easier. But yeah, we're gonna announce the winner next episode of the TP nine SFX from Canic. Pretty good giveaway, huh, David?
0: Yeah, I'd say it's full worth the trouble.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's a lot of trouble though. It's pretty easy. I mean, you're gonna learn something. You're gonna get some, some cool dry firing tips and skills from Niels. That kind of rhymes. I don't think we meant for that to rhyme. But uh and then uh yeah, you could be the lucky winner of that uh that canic. But again, you know, all rules and laws apply, state, local, federal. If you're not eligible, you're not going to win it. So don't expect to. I mean, you're going to have to go to your local FFL to get it, and they'll find out right off the bat whether you're eligible or not. So ain't going to happen. So if if you win it, just let us know right off the bat. We'll give you an alternative prize, uh, and then we'll uh, do another drawing for the, the Canic TP9. Speaking of giveaways, David, uh, Several months ago, we had organized a, an awesome giveaway with with tec weapons, Mission First tactical buck knives, Smith Bradley watches, and talking lead. But that kind of got put on hiatus, and uh, I've been I've been assuring them that we're we're going to do that. We're still going to do that giveaway.
0: We are doing that giveaway. Uh, basically, everything at this point is uh, sitting in my office. The pistol's obviously in the cage. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the last piece that watch came in right before we shut down, and um, we're in a great state of Pennsylvania. And our governor decided to shut us down, and uh, we are excited to get back up and running and uh, to get that giveaway out there. So we're we're hoping for May. You know, the goalpost keeps moving. Yeah, information keeps changing, but uh, listeners, it's it's happening. I can tell you, I have everything. Uh, waiting, ready to go. We just got to be there to put it together, get some photos and push the button.
1: That's right. And just to remind our listeners of what part of that giveaway, we've got the Caltech CP-33. Got a custom holster that Mission First Tactical has made for that CP-33. Uh, They're putting a custom, um, I want to say paint. What do you call that process that you guys do?
0: It's a, it's a, custom uv ink that uh chemically bonds to the material so it becomes part of the material and we got a custom pattern on there for a truly exclusive one-of-a-kind holster
1: yeah and then uh you're doing something on the gun too right
0: we are well we hope to that's that's another thing we were working on that's another thing we (laughs) were
1: yeah so they're working on that too but once they get up and going and able to open their doors they're going to get back on that get it finished and then uh we'll announce Ah, uh, the procedures for being eligible and entering that that contest to win all those cool prizes. Uh, so it's the holster, the gun, uh, Smith Bradley watches uh, has sent a, one of their watches. I think it's a Springfield is the one that they that they're sending there. And then Buck Knives sent a nice is it a fixed blade knife. They sent I've forgotten did, at yep. this point.
0: <laughs> it's the it's their classic.
1: So it's one of their classic fixed blades. We think it's a one nineteen. Uh, but he'll have to get back in the office and look and again we'll send out all the info on this when it when we get ready to uh to have that that giveaway uh, and did Caltech send a flashlight also
0: it did okay the flashlight showed up yeah. okay and yeah. uh and there was a gift card for some ammo right from that's
1: right and Fioki uh I forgot it's been so long uh Fioki uh, has a gift certificate for some uh, 22 long ammo for that pistol as well. I think it's like 500 rounds or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So a great giveaway from Talking Lead sponsors and friends of the show, Kel-Tec, Smith-Bradley watches, Mission First Tactical, Buck Knives. Did I forget anybody? I think you got it. I think that was everybody.
0: You said it's, it's, been, it's been
1: a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute, but that's going to be an awesome giveaway. But... In the meantime, you can try and win the uh, TP9 SFX, and uh, like I said, you got one more week, and there may be a couple more of those videos that they put out between now and then. But uh, as long as you get up to the one to where the um, the little special thing is in the video that you got to pick out and find, bok bok, a little <laughs> hint, uh, then. Uh, that, that'll that be good. I think that's six. It's in their sixth episode, and that is posted right now. So talkingletgmail.com, send me your answers, and we will be verifying whether you share and that you're tagging everybody properly also. So go back to that episode 344, and uh, you'll get uh, the proper instructions on what you need to do. So, David, you guys have been... Uh, been shut down for a while, like you said, and I don't understand because most of the guns, like Caltech is still open. You know, they've been considered an essential service. I don't see how you guys have not been considered an essential service.
0: I'll give you the, uh, the, uh, Reader's Digest version. Um, okay. and initially we, uh, we were in a, a considered a hotspot County in the state. So the governor shut the state down County by County. And we were in that first group. And, uh, Initially deemed not essential,
1: um, hot spot them. as in for the uh, the COVID nineteen. Hey, we got, we got yeah, we got a guest. We got we got a guest. Who we got here? Come here buddy. Mm-hmm. I
0: have my door locked. What's
1: up, buddy? Say, say hi. Say hey to the leadheads. Say hi.
0: This is Max. Max, that's Lefty.
1: Hey, Max. What's up, buddy? Dad, dad. <laughs> so, so Max is getting ready to have a big birthday. He's going to be turning two coming up.
0: He is turning two tomorrow. Or no, wait, Saturday. I'm sorry.
1: Saturday. Okay, as of this recording, today's the 23rd. So, happy birthday, Max.
0: Oh, you going to play keyboard? Yeah. Okay. How about right. we play keyboard later? Daddy's done work. Yeah. Okay. Dad. Yeah.
1: come. Uh, I had my door.
0: We're locked. Not right. I'll be right there, Bob.
1: I may. Uh, so
0: sorry about that. As you can see.
1: No, that's fine. I may get the same interruption because my niece is here. Uh, she's she's down for nap right now, so she may wake up and pop in any minute too. So um, he,
0: he figured out a couple weeks ago how to get his door open.
1: Oh, good for him! <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So you guys were a hot spot for the COVID nineteen, so they just decided uh, your guy decided to just sh- pretty much shut everybody down if it's questionable.
0: He did, yeah. So basically, if you weren't uh, manufacturing or providing life sustaining services, he closed you and uh, threatened to pull your business license and fine you if you did stay open.
1: Oh my gosh! Do you know anybody that uh, that stayed open? Anybody get fined or business license pulled?
0: You know, I haven't I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, I think there's a lot of non-enforcement going on. There might be some repercussions later. There might not be. Uh, He wound up getting sued. The governor got sued over over his policy. So he had to walk it back. Uh, And then there was a lot of gray area. And then um, uh, last week, he aligned the list of essential services with the Department of Homeland Security Guideline. So Mm -hmm. I've, I've learned that the federal government can put up uh, policy guidelines. They can't set policy. It's the state's right. Mm-hmm. So the governor um, wisely aligned his policy with the guidelines provided by DHS, uh, which then put us on the list of essential businesses. Uh, we then had to comply with the OSHA COVID-19 guidelines, which meant we had to go in and lay out the production uh, facility and the distribution center so that we could... Mainly maintain social distancing.
1: Yeah, is that what is that the main thing for that? It's just basically the the distancing and the mask.
0: Right. So uh, distancing is the big thing. Uh, maintaining a clean workspace is, is a big thing, and then everybody wearing their PPE is a big thing. And it took us.
1: And PPE uh, a, is the mask, right?
0: Mask, uh, gloves, and uh, eyewear or a face shield. And, uh, oh, okay. It took it took weeks to get masks. I mean, we wound up. Uh, partnering with another manufacturer and direct importing uh, quite a big shipment. Yeah. Um, But basically, you know, we were told that if you don't have the mass, you're not opening.
1: And when is the date that they set for you guys to be able to open again?
0: Uh, We're hoping May. Again, things change.
1: Yeah, they seem to, some places seem to be pushing that date.
0: So we're we're hoping for May. You know, like I said, we spent the last couple weeks uh, laying everything out again. Uh, getting the PPE in. Uh, we feel good about where we are now in opening and, uh, you know, looking for some direction from from the governor. It's just been a mess. And, uh,
1: yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how uh, different areas are handling, you know, the whole thing. Uh, you know, here in Tennessee, you wouldn't know that anything in my area here in middle Tennessee in the Murfreesboro Nashville area that anything else was different because I go out to like Home Depot or Lowe's or go get some food uh and it just seems like business as usual to me and then traffic seems about the same uh of course you know when you go in these places that you know people are wearing the the mask and some are wearing the gloves and but some people aren't you know uh the this, this lows have been set up you know they've got the little markers where you stand here in line to, to mm-hmm. distance people out nobody's really abiding by those either uh, you know there's people in between them and you know three feet six feet four feet you know yep but you know like i was telling you and i got an email from one of the listeners because i mentioned this on another show it's like i know people you know all across the nation and in, in, in other countries as well and you know i've I've called them and talked to them about it. And the first question that I asked is like, you know, have, have you directly been affected by this? Or do you know somebody who's affected by it? Have you got it? You know anybody who's got it? Or anybody who's died from it? And they're like, no. You know, I can't, I can't think of one person that I've talked to that has <laughs> three degrees of separation of knowledge of someone having it or dying from it. So there's, there's not been anybody that they personally know that's had it or that have died from it. Now, I did get an email from one of you lead heads. Uh, This came from, uh, I'll just say Juan R. This is from Juan R. Uh, It says, Dear Talking Lead, I love your podcast and eagerly await every new episode. It's specifically the AK Corner. Because I wanted to let you know that I personally know three people that have had COVID-19, including one fatality, a 43-year-old male... Non-pre-existing conditions, UPS driver, husband and father, too. He lived in New Jersey. I believe the reason you probably don't know anyone personally is because the degree of infection varies greatly by region of the country. Uh, And then he goes on to say, I'm curious if you will ever explore the SAGA brand of AKs, their history, and relation to the Russian military. In any event, be safe, fellows, and thank you for the work you do. Juan R so so Juan, and I'm not trying to be insensitive about this, but you know I do know people all over the world uh, and tons of people in this country, and I've talked to uh, I mean dozens and dozens and dozens of people, and not one of them, not one, <laughs> knows anyone personally who has had it, uh, and specifically no one who has died from it. Uh, I think the closest is, like I said, three degrees of separation to where they knew somebody who got it or, you know, possibly died from it. Uh, Now, what you got to be careful of is that they're diagnosing a lot of things that aren't COVID-19 as COVID-19, as coronavirus. Uh, You know, where somebody had a, you know, a respiratory problem, they're going ahead and saying that the COVID-19 caused that because they may have tested positive for it. But you know a lot of these things that they're diagnosing and saying that's covid-19 that people haven't even been tested for it so who knows you know the stats you can't believe these stats so i don't know what where you go to to get accurate numbers and and reporting because everybody's got ulterior motives as to why they would report it or why they wouldn't report it so i don't know but anywho that's just kind of my my personal experience with it where are we going with this david i forgot
0: We are going to talk a little bit about some less than lethal options out there for the listeners.
1: Well, yeah, that's going to get us to our our main topic we're going to talk to a little bit later on is we're going to talk talk about some uh, less than lethal ways that you can uh, protect yourself or that your loved ones who may not be able or who may not be comfortable with a firearm uh, to protect themselves uh, or just give you some alternative means. If you if you've, the situation doesn't call for lethality, uh, then there's some things that you can use. And specifically, we're going to talk about pepper spray, which uh, Mission First Tactical, I think we mentioned this a while back. It's been a while, um, but we haven't really talked about it. And uh, like I was telling you, David, I'd forgotten that you guys even uh, did the pepper spray. So we're going to talk about that. But first, I hear that jack wagon train rolling in, David. So Gunny, bring that train oh. in. Yeah.
2: Hey do or die. Hold them high at eighth and It is time for the talking lead Jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby.
1: Take care of some jack wagons. All right, so the train has stationed, and I think I want to start off with a listener-submitted jack wagon here. And like most things, you know, it's related to our current affairs, current situation. And this one uh, comes to us out of Houston, and this is from Frejole Breeze, which I don't think that's his real name, Uh, but that's his email name. It's F-R-I-J-O-L-E dot Breeze. That could be his real name, Frejole Breeze. So he says, Houston is not New York City, but it sure seems to want to act like it. At least the cops are pushing back on the insanity. So what he's talking about is there was a breaking news announcement, and it says breaking or punishment for violating Harris County's order requiring facial coverings. You can be fined up to $1,000. Uh, and this goes into effect April 27th, and it's uh, in effect for 30 days. And it says down in the bottom, small print, enforcement up to Harris County Law Enforcement Agency. So they're leaving it up to each individual agency. So uh, this was put in place by Judge, I think it, her name is Lena Hidalgo, uh, issued this for all of Harris County. And it's making it mandatory for anyone over the age of 10 to wear a mask in public. So we're going to we're gonna do two birds with one stone. Heart. So we're going to do jack wagons and we're doing our heroes uh, because... The Houston Police Officers Union uh, issued this statement right after Judge Hidalgo made uh, this this announcement about the mask. Uh, and it says, We want to be very clear. The Houston Police Officers Union believes everyone should be wearing a mask in public in order to protect themselves from the virus, and we are encouraging all of our officers to wear a mask. However, We draw the line at the draconian measures Hidalgo has decided to engage in. Our officers work every single day to bridge the gap with our community and earn their trust. We will not stand idly by and allow Hidalgo to tear that bridge down with her horrific leadership and echo chamber decision making. The HPOU has made contact with the attorney general's office seeking an opinion on the legality of the imposing a criminal penalty fine for anyone not wearing a mask in public. While we wait for that opinion, we are reminding and informing our officers that they have discretion, discretion, discretion in matters such as these. And discretion is capped and bolted. <laughs> Uh, It is clear the so-called leader of Harris County lacks any critical thinking skills, but let me assure the public our officers do. The last thing any of us need to do is kick our community while they are down. Uh, And then this this letter goes on. So uh, basically he's saying that they're not going to be enforcing this. Uh, They've got it. uh, Their attorney's looking at it, at the legality of it, uh, but until they get an opinion on it, they're not going to be enforcing it. So, kudos to uh, the Houston Police Officers Union, and specifically, is like Joe Garnadelli Garnaldi, Garnaldi. I think is his last name. He's the uh, president. So very cool. Now, David, you were talking uh, where you're at, in what area of the county are you, or the country are you in?
0: We are uh, in Pennsylvania, on the uh, on the East Coast, the suburbs of Philadelphia.
1: Okay, got you. And you're saying that there's there's talk that they're going to be doing this in your area as well.
0: They did. The governor put a a, a law in uh, early this week. I'm not sure exactly when it goes into enforcement, but uh, no fines as of yet. But uh, he's telling businesses that are open to review, refuse service. So if you try to go to you know your local hardware store, um, they're not going to let you in unless you have a mask.
1: Really. <laughs> I was talking to Adam, I guess, uh, Adam Ronalo with Canic. He was on the show last w- episode and he was talking about, he went in somewhere. Oh, he was going to pick up uh, a gun at this gun store. Uh, and apparently they've got that law there also because they were like, he didn't have one on and they're like, Oh, you you know you can't be in here without a face mask. So he went out and got a t-shirt. <laughs> he had <in> his car <laughs> and wrapped it around his, uh, his face. So I don't know. Uh,
0: Crazy times,
1: you know. Uh, it is. It, it really is, you know. I mean, I can see abiding by some of these to, to a certain extent, but, you know, shutting everything down, the, you can see the adverse effects that it's having on our economy, on uh, the psychology of just people in general. Um, domestic violence has risen, which, you know, I think that was probably everybody was seeing that if you're going to be cooped up for any certain amount of time. Uh, Things like that are going to happen. Alcohol sales are through the roof. Uh, I thought it was funny because I went to the store and, of course, you know, toilet paper is still a thing. You can't find toilet paper anywhere. I I still don't get that. Um, Other, you know, essential things were bare, bare bones. You know, you're lucky to get one or they're limiting you this, limiting you in on, on that. I went to the beer section and it looked like they had tripled the amount of beer stock that they had. There was no shortage of beer. They actually had cases lined up in front of the coolers. You know, they had so much beer in stock. <laughs> uh, I don't see how that industry can have so much extra supply, but yet everybody else is, you know, toilet paper. not They're essential. They're essential. I don't get it. But, I mean, I, I bought my cases too, so... <laughs> I had a nice little campfire the other night. T and I did. Enjoyed a few adult beverages. So, uh, whatever, you know, whatever puts you at ease, I guess. Yeah, enjoy it. And I didn't get a black eye either. Thank goodness. I probably deserved (laughs) one, but I didn't get one. (laughs) She's a saint. Absolutely. So, there are some things in the news. Uh, I just did a, a little search here. Uh, There's a man charged with hiding gun from deadly shooting. And that was another thing, too. I think probably uh, there's been a lot of news about accidental and home discharge of firearms uh, shootings. The Indianapolis Fraternal Order Police released a gun safety video for children uh, during this this time because the gun sales are so high. And I thought this was very good of them, very proactive of them, you know, understanding. Yeah, a, lot, a
0: lot of new owners out there.
1: Yeah, a lot of people who, you know, again, haven't been around or exposed to firearms or firearm safety or firearms training. Um, they put out Eddie Eagle. You've you heard of Eddie Eagle? I mean, Eddie Eagle's been around for, for years and years and years. Um. So they put out a, a video featuring Eddie Eagle for children uh, that promotes gun safety, um, not necessarily in the home, but just anywhere. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty catchy little tune. Like I said, I got my, my niece here. I think she's around, she's probably around two, about the same age as, as your boy. And um, she was into it, man. She was getting into it. They got like a little song and dance. And here, I'll play it right here. Nice. Hey,
0: Andy. Rick Snyder here, president of the Indianapolis Fraternal Order of Police. I'm sure everybody with kids are are experiencing it now, you know? They're stuck home and maybe exploring and being a little more curious around the house.
1: Yeah. So here's the, and it's a little catchy little tune too, and I had it down.
2: Run away. Tell a grown up. No tocar. They got Elucadia when Stop, do
1: Stop, don't touch.
2: Run away. Tell
0: a girl run away. When you see a gun, that's no time to play. Stop, then
2: turn and run away. Whether here, there, or on a dare. Fly away fast, don't have a scare. Stop, don't touch. Run away.
0: Tell a grown up. stop. That's funny. It that kind of reminds me of the <laughs> circle bar in Las Vegas at Cha-Cha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so stop, don't touch, run away, tell a grown-up uh, is what they're we're telling they're telling kids. So, you know, I can't think of a better advice for someone who, who doesn't know anything about guns uh, to do. I mean, that's probably the smartest thing that you could do is just get away from it. You know, don't touch it. And then go tell somebody of uh, importance about it. If you are a new gun owner, then you should be out there getting some training. At least get online, do some research, learn the basic safety rules. And then as soon as possible, like I say here, you can still go to ranges. Ranges are open. They've got classes. You can still learn uh, proper gun handling, manipulations, and safety. So uh, if you're going to take that responsibility on, that's part of your responsibility is is getting trained and learning on it.
0: i like to tell people I wouldn't hand you the keys to my car without you knowing how to drive it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Unless I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think you'll see a lot of uh, – I was reading this one, man charged with a hiding gun from deadly shooting. This was um well, they're not going to let me read it. They've redacted it. I guess I won't read that one then. I hate these these sites that I don't know what they want me to, do. to do. I think I have to answer sign. a survey before I can read yep. this article. Guess what? Yep. They can I'm eat a bag eight. of dicks. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, surge in gun purchases leading to concerns of violence during pandemic. Gun killings in U.S. cities, the scourge, not even a pandemic lockdown can stop.
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm in the suburbs of Philadelphia, and I can tell you that the uh, gun violence has actually increased because law enforcement aren't patrolling and enforcing law the way that they normally do. So it's uh, more of an open season, so to speak.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So the the criminals uh, aren't abiding by the the lockdown or <laughs> the stay at home laws, are they?
0: I don't think they're. Uh, no, I mean I'm sure they're using a a, a face mask as they
1: <laughs> right. go and sh-
0: shoot somebody. But other than that, yeah, they're not.
1: Uh, there are two. Uh, this is Chicago. There are two pandemics. Chicago's gun violence. Persist amid lockdown, so their their gun violence is a pandemic. I guess is what they're saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just article after article here. Man allegedly paints stolen gun gold, gets arrested. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at this pretty. He he seems pretty happy about it too. Wichita Falls, uh, Texas. I used to call that Wichita, but it's Wichita. <laughs> Wichita Falls police arrested one man After finding a stolen gun that was painted Gold in his possession The report says officers responded to a disturbance Call on Wednesday just after 7pm in the 5500 Block whatever upon arrival they Stopped the suspect uh, Mr. King who was trying To leave the scene in a car As officers approached King's vehicle They could smell the odor Of marijuana (laughs) Marijuana they searched his car and found a handgun underneath the driver's seat. The weapon had been spray-painted gold in an attempt to hide the gun's uh, identifiers. Officers were able to locate the serial number under the paint, and records checked, revealed the gun had been stolen out of Vernon. I guess that's an area nearby. He was arrested and charged with theft of a firearm. <laughs> he painted it gold.
0: The spray paint, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, he probably just got a rattle can and
0: yep. sh- did it. You yep. know, I'm, Hopefully we didn't paint it shut.
1: I'm actually thinking about uh, taking a couple of my guns and doing some rattle can uh, paint on them.
0: You better do one gold
1: now. No, I'm not going to do one gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do gold, but I'm going to do some. I got a couple uh, uh, that I hydro-dipped. And I want to hydro dip them again, but I've got to take that off before I can redo the hydro dip. But I thought I'd just kind of rattle can paint over them in the meantime. And,
0: and you were telling me that you you hydro dip by hand, right? You, you yeah. actually do the dip. And-
1: yeah, absolutely. I've done uh, several guns, uh, just by hand. It's real easy to do, man. It's, you uh, just call Dipstick Hydrographics or get on their website, and they've got all the the stuff you need, other than the the tubs. And you can go to Walmart and buy one of those big storage uh, plastic containers and you can do your hydro dipping in that. So I've done uh, done rifles, I've done pistols, uh, but yeah, it's real easy to do. It's fun to do. So, I mean, if you're looking for something to do, you're bored off your ass, uh, get on Dipstick's website and order some some, uh, hydro dip kits. And they got hundreds of different kind of patterns and stuff that you can do there too. Hell, I guess I'll just do that now. You taught me into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do another. Now you're gonna be sending me some handrails so I could I could hydro dip those too. So that's something I can hydro dip. Yeah. So so I'm working on a project uh with the LEO takedown guys. And that's the company we've had them on. They've talked about their product uh where you can put their adapter on your, uh, your AR, and then you'll be able to pop out your barrels and put different, um, different length barrels or different uh, caliber barrels on. So if you want to go from five, five, six to, uh, 300 blackout or six, five or, you know, whatever it may be, uh, then you put their little system on your, your, your AR and then you just uh, very easily able to pop the barrel out and replace it with another one. So I'm going to have Joe uh, probably come up in the next couple of weeks. We're going to go to roll range and do a video and show you guys how to do that and how to install it on your AR. It's pretty easy to do. So I think you guys right, so will you, enjoy that.
0: You were mentioning that uh, our, our free float rail system was one of the ones that actually worked with the, the Leo system.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, that's the thing. Why I'm having you send me some more is uh I've tried several other brands and they didn't work. And the one that I did with your um your rail system it worked just fine. It was flawless. So um I'm gonna do the other three calibers that I'm gonna do. Um I'm just keeping with and I'm gonna paint yours different one. That way I'll know which you know which pattern or which color is, uh, which, which caliber. So
0: yeah, that's a great visual indicator.
1: Yeah, just a quick visual indicator that you know. I grab this one, then I know that it's the five five six. Grab this one, I know this is three hundred blackout. Uh, and then of course, you know, with like the six five you got to change out the um, the bolt carrier group too. So I got I got uh, I got one more jack wagon here before we yeah. move on to our uh, main topic here. Uh, And this was in Boston. So Boston police arrest a man accused of pointing gun at store clerk after dispute. A Mattapan man, M-A-T-T-A-P-A-N. I guess that's a town there in Boston was arrested after police say he threatened a store clerk with a gun on Wednesday in Boston. Officers responding to a person with a gun on Huntington Avenue, uh, found a store clerk who said a customer threatened to shoot him Uh, after learning that the smoke shop portion of the store was closed. So he couldn't get his smokes.
0: Did just fix, huh? Uh,
1: The suspect, identified as Dane Taylor, 39, allegedly drove by the store in a white SUV and pointed a silver revolver in the clerk's direction after stopping for a brief moment. Moment. His motor vehicle was spotted by detectives, and he was placed under arrest for assault by means of dangerous weapon. Though no gun was found inside of his car, uh, he will be arraigned. Blah blah blah, whatever. So he's was, he's was trying to get dude to get him his smokes, man. I, I guess get it. Uh, I would have. It says smoke shop, so I don't know. Uh, right. What was he buying? Yeah the smoke shop portion of the store was closed. I can't imagine that they would close Why wouldn't they keep that open too?
0: So I guess, uh, water pipes aren't deemed essential for, uh, for quarantine. <laughs>
1: I guess, I guess not, but it upset some people. But anyway, there's the, the internet is full of ridiculous stories, like people getting upset because places are closed and they're taking it out on the employees. And it's just ridiculous. You know, they got no control over that. They're just there doing their job. You know, they're just thankful they got a job to go to.
0: Yeah. We should be thankful they're showing up.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, praise your, your local smoke shop employee. Don't uh, threaten them. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I guess that's it for the jack wagon training right now, but uh, you guys, send me your, your um, nominations, your jack wagons, your leadhead Head Brigade Heroes, talkingletgmail.com, and uh, put in the subject jack wagon uh, or Lead Head Brigade Hero, whichever it is, or if you're sending me both like Frijole did or Frijoli, F R I J O. How do you say that? Frijole and I'm the wrong. I'm, I'm the wrong. Guy.
0: That's why <laughs> I haven't said a word. Let's, you go ahead he may it. want
1: to remain anonymous. I don't know. He may be uh, with the Houston Police Department. But uh, anywho, send him in. We'll read him on the air and um, we'll have a good time with it.
2: Heath likes everything about the great outdoors. He's a lot like us. Whether we're bow hunting in the back country or plinking in the backyard, we want to enjoy each experience to the fullest. Kel-Tec's 22 caliber P17 is Heath's go-to pistol for a good time on the range, on the trail, and anywhere in between. Weighing in at only 14 ounces with a full magazine, its compact size makes it easy to conceal or tuck away in a small pack, pocket, or space. It comes out of the box ready with a fiber optic front sight, a threaded barrel, a picatinny rail, and a price point for any budget. With three 16-round magazines, it's ready for hours of pure, unadulterated enjoyment. It's easy, it's affordable, it's accurate, and it's a damn sweet marvel of clinking innovation. The Keltec P17. It's more bang for less buck.
1: All right, let's get into uh, our main topic here, David. Uh, less than lethal means of defending oneself. And um, this kind of came to me the other day. I was at my my mother's house. My mom's around, you know, seventy seven years old, uh, in great health, but she's diminutive you know she's very tiny you know she might weigh 70 pounds sopping wet you know less than five feet tall she's a she's a freaking hobbit so uh you know a gun especially a fully loaded firearm uh, is kind of heavy for her and hard to manipulate uh and i was just trying to go over some basic you know gun handling techniques and maneuvers with her and i just decided that you know what it's safer for everybody if you don't (laughs) <laughs> if you don't use a gun, mom. So, um, but there are some guns out there that I could get her. I'm looking into that. But uh, in the meantime, well, we're looking at some other means and pepper spray. You know, first thing that came to mind, was like, you definitely need to have some some good, potent, effective pepper spray. Uh, and then it dawned on me, you know, I forgot that you guys were doing the pepper spray. I was like, hey, David's got some pepper spray. Maybe I can talk to him and he can give me some tips on on some things. And that just kind of led me to other things that, uh, people could use as less, less than lethal means for, uh, protection. And, uh, before we get into the pepper spray, David, what are some things that come to mind that you can think of that people could use for less than lethal means of protection?
0: Uh, as you mentioned, pepper spray, tasers, uh, batons, stun guns, um,
1: And of course, all these things are state specific too. There's each state's you know check your local laws and and whatnot as the the legality of you using or carrying these types of devices. But batons, uh, uh, and I don't I don't think batons are are legal in most places unless you're I mean police officers obviously yes they can use them. I've seen these things that are called whips. Which uh, it's it's not like your uh, Indiana Jones whip, you know. It's not a bull okay. whip, whip kind of thing. <laughs> they're just they're it's more of like a you know a, a twelve to eighteen inch long antenna, <laughs> kind of looks like a flexible antenna. Uh, ooh,
0: that'll that'll smart.
1: Right? Yeah, and it's got like a little metal bead on the end of it, and
0: uh, ooh, that'll leave a mark.
1: Yeah, and. So, I don't, and again, I don't know the legality of those or never used one of those, but another thing that you see a lot of are these monkey balls. <coughs> you know what a monkey ball is? I do not. So, it's basically you take a ball bearing and then you take paracord and then you, you weave around the, uh, the ball bearing with the paracord and it makes a, a ball. And then you bring a string on out, and it's kind of like an old-timey, not old-timey, but, um, you know, back in the the knight in shining armor days, you know, they had those big balls on the end of those iron or metal mm-hmm. chains, and they'd swing them around. Kind of reminds me of that. Uh, you know, I've seen some videos on those, and, you know, they, they're breaking bricks with them and stuff like that. I've even seen people use cue balls, pool ball, you know, like a, an eight ball yeah. or a nine ball, and do yeah, the same sir. thing with that, and you know that could be very devastating. Um, pins, you know, there are the tactical pins that people have, and more like a kind of a, a stabbing or puncturing uh, type device. Uh, there's some that are robust where they've got flashlight pins, you know, all kinds of different things in one. Uh, and then there are flashlights that have been modified i've seen that could be used as uh like clubs uh and then of course tasers you talked about tasers uh being uh, another viable option for that and then of course pepper spray but and and just your good old fashioned uh Louisville slugger you know Lucille if you ever watched the walking dead <laughs> baseball bat uh could can be used too uh, but there's probably a blue bazillion alternative, you know, things that are out there. But uh, I want to talk about the pepper spray. And you've got a good story as to how you guys got involved with this, David. So talk about how Mission First Tactical got into the pepper spray business. Sure.
0: So we were uh, uh, introduced by a mutual friend to the uh, only manufacturer and supplier for the U.S. Army uh, for their for their OC program. And uh, what we wanted to do was partner with them and use the same formula, uh, the same equipment, the same employees that are making uh, the DOD products and offer it to the consumer marketplace. So we, we spoke a little bit about it. You know, the, the government sets out the, uh, the guidelines for manufacturing. So everybody wants to talk about they have the hottest, they have the strongest. You know, by law, there is a formula you can't move past. Right. There's the percentages. Uh, so, really, then it's just the quality of the ingredients and your method, your process of manufacturing. Um, so, we are really excited to offer that to the marketplace. And uh, we, we are now offering consumers the same product that uh, our soldiers are, are going out and getting armed with.
1: Okay. Now, you talked about a different uh, uh, recipe. Is it the exact same recipe that the military is using?
0: As far it as is. potency? Yep. yep. No, it's the same ingredients, the same equipment the same employees putting it together. It's all made on the same line using the same stuff.
1: Now, I, I think what a lot of people might get confused with uh, is back in the day, there was this stuff called called mace. And um, mace and tear gas, tear gas too. I think a lot of people get tear gas and mace confused with pepper spray. Uh, and it, got, it all goes into the ingredients as to, to what's in those.
0: Yep, so pepper spray is OC and I try to pronounce it but I'd butcher the actual name so go ahead and google it. And that is a, a natural based uh pepper ingredient. Well
1: it's a, it's a, it's um hold on, I got it right here. OC is Olerson, Oleoresin Oleoresin. Oleoresin capsaicin. OC.
0: Hey man, you did a better job than I would have.
1: Yeah. I, I struggle, but, you know, I try. <laughs> but that's O.C. When you say O.C., it's uh, mm-hmm. Olerosin capsaicin.
0: And that is uh, naturally derived from peppers, so it's a natural ingredient. It's oil-based. Uh, and then you mentioned the CS, uh, also commonly referred to as tear gas. That's a, manuf- that's a man-made, manufactured ingredient. Um, and then, you know, so they have uh, – Different yeah.
1: uses and, and CS if you ever play scrabble and you're able to use that word it's it's like a 27 letter word chlorobenzalmalononitrile um <laughs> so thought again better, CS, better job than I would Yeah, CS gas which is used for riot control agent um exposure causes Um, severe eye and respiratory pain, skin irritation, bleeding, and blindness in the eye. It stimulates the nerve of the lacriminal gland to produce tears. Um,
0: Hence, tear gas. So I can give you kind of the layman explanation. Uh, OC is natural and oil-based. So when you spray that, that oil, oil being oil, right, it's very viscous. It sticks on everything. It it's hard to get rid of. When it dries, it crystallizes and, and ma- maintains a lot of its potency. Mm-hmm. Um, the CS gas, being man-made, uh, burns a lot hotter. It's much more uh, severe, but it uh, evaporates. Yeah. So, you know, somebody that gets hit by OC is in pain for uh, minutes. I mean, it's. a a very long and painful process and very hard to decontaminate uh, where the CS gas um, comes in much stronger and hotter, but dissipates much quicker and much cleaner. And uh, I, uh, when we first brought this product online, I was uh, lucky enough to, uh, to attend a law enforcement training. And uh, for those of you that don't know, most law enforcement trainers certified in OC uh, have to get qualified every couple of years. Guidelines are, are, Individually um, from the departments, but so they have to every couple of years get requalified, which means every couple of years they go through a course and then they get sprayed. And uh, it was interesting to watch twenty law enforcement officers get uh, get hosed down. But uh, it was interesting to me to watch the ones that had gone through this before, the seasoned veterans. Mm-hmm. They all pick. They all pick CS. You know, they get to pick what they want to get hit with, and they all pick CS. So at the end, I had to ask them why, and and that was it. It was. It's much, you know, initially much worse, but it's much, it's over much quicker. Yeah. And it's gone. And it's gone when it's gone. There's no recontaminating yourself. There's no, you know, taking a shower and some of the oil gets rehydrated and drips down into your private areas. Um, <laughs>
1: Ouch.
0: Right. That, ha- that happens.
1: Yeah. That happens. Um, so you know, the so other one, yeah, the other one we're talking about was Mace. And Mace is a brand. And it's kind of one of the original, I guess, tear gases. Um, it was developed in the sixties and it was so, the first commercial product of its type.
0: So i like to say that, uh, mace is the pepper spray, like Kleenex is the tissue.
1: Right. Or Coke is to sodas. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just,
0: so a lot of people refer to pepper spray in general as mace.
1: Yeah. When uh, it's actually not,
0: when it's not, you know, and they all make a great, they, they make a great products. I'm not knocking them. Yeah. Um, you know, I can tell you, uh, Personally, why I prefer uh, pepper spray as a less than lethal option over some of the other ones that you uh, just suggested and recommended, uh, and the the main reason is is distance. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're being confronted or, or uh, somebody's being aggressive, I don't want them a foot away to hit them with a taser. I want to keep them six to twelve feet away and hit them with with uh, pepper
1: spray. Yeah, and also not- and also uh, it was it was found that the you know, the tear gas, the mace um the formula that they were using at the time uh wouldn't stop people who were um what's the word I wanna look uh on drugs I guess yeah um,
0: yeah crystal meth is a is a hell of a drug,
1: yeah, but with the the pepper spray uh which is using the uh the Olor and capsaicin, the just OC, call, just called OC then. That's using the OC. The OC, like, because it's oil based, uh, and the potency of it, uh, it would put the people down. Where the other stuff, you know, yeah. they people so would can, just suck it in and just keep coming, and it wouldn't stop. I'd them. love
0: to, I'd love to do a little myth busting here too. So you know, everybody's watched the movie where the guys.
1: Oh you know, wait, wait, wait! So now it's time for the talking lead. Facts to fight the myths. <laughs> and, D- and david's gonna bust a myth right now so go ahead
0: so every, every, everybody's watched one of those movies where the bad guy you know sprays the pepper spray in his mouth and he's you know it doesn't phase me i'm used to it uh-huh. uh i'm 100 inaccurate uh the uh, one of the individuals we work with is i think 30 or 40 years into the industry and uh every now and then you get cross contamination and you get hit with a little bit of it and uh it's just as bad today as it was 30 years ago. There's there's no getting used to it. You know, the only thing that you can do is train for it and uh not panic when you get hit by it. Yeah. But uh you know, you know what's coming, you know what to expect, but uh it's just as painful.
1: Yeah, and that's you know that's the thing that is like I can't see why they would make them do it, but now you know I understand that and because you know, you could get this when usually you could get this in your own eyes, you know or it could be used against you. So you got to learn how to uh, react to it. So unless you, unless you're actually hit with it and know exactly what the effects are, you're not going to be able to uh, react to it and counter um, being sprayed by it.
0: Yep. We sell training units uh, filled with water. So I highly recommend, especially if you're buying this for uh, a loved one, you know, a younger person uh, to get the 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 water filled trainer, just so they, they, it's not a surprise the first time they use it. Um, you know, that there are some some rules to follow. You know, there's there's training for everything in life. And, uh, you know, I think the, to your point, Marty, the most important one is, uh, you know, if, if it's a windy day, don't blow it into the wind so it blows it back in your face.
1: Yeah, I mean, just kind of use common sense. But, again, like with anything, you want to practice. You know, yeah. You, you want to be able to So you want to know the distance that you're going to be able to use it at, Against uh, different wind conditions, different climate conditions, uh, when when you should use it safely, when you you know won't be able to use it safely if there are other people around, the splatter effect, uh, you know, um, yeah. all all and, kinds hey, of, yeah,
0: and and know the law, you know, it's uh, even though it's less than lethal, if you spray somebody, you better call nine one and get a report going. So I hope you're justified in using it, um, and you know and that goes to, the, to to the other point we had talked about. You know, uh, I carry a a firearm most times, and uh, lethal force isn't always warranted. So uh, I don't typically carry pepper spray on me, but it's on my wife's stroller, uh, in her purse, in the car. Um, And uh, if I have to use that, and that's what I should use, and use less than lethal force before I use lethal force,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I'll do. Yeah. And you gave a good example of that is, you know, as you're walking around – Downtown areas or depressed areas of town, you know, there there are people that are out there that are mentally incapacitated, mentally challenged, you know, not in the right minds. And, you know, they may just be very aggressive and don't deserve a lethal deterrent. Non lethal, the pepper spray is a good deterrent to get them away from you, get them away from your loved ones. Uh, And then, like David said, you're going to want to call and the police and make a report on that because, um, as anything, you know, lawsuits are very prevalent and you want to make sure that your ass is covered and, uh, that you get it on record as to uh, why you had to use that or whatever. So, um, uh, and there are different laws in different states in different areas. So, you know, check in, check the laws where you're at and see if it's, uh, okay for you to use or own or possess OC spray, pepper spray.
0: Yep, every state's different.
1: So, the Scoville heat units, uh, and Scoville is a measure of, of unit for for measuring heat. So and it Scovel goes from zero a, to to millions of different Scoville units. So go ahead. So
0: Scoville Scoville is an is an older uh, subjective method. We we still advertise it because people know it.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, lumens and uh, what flashlights. And, and fl-
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, candles, candles, or lumens. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Really, no, no science behind it. Uh, what people, what I would recommend people watch is uh, the TC. That's the, the the test.
1: And you know that that the the Scoville units. That's kind of a common way that they measure the the intensity, I guess, of a of a pepper. And you've probably seen them on uh, bottles of hot sauce and and whatnot. Uh, the federal government makes no mention of Scoville Heat units or OC and their requirements, uh, only CRC, only for brake attack deterrent spray. Uh, but there are countries and a few states within the U.S. that do mention OC limitations. Some manufacturers may show a very high percentage of OC, and although OC is the active ingredient within the f- uh, formulation, it does not indicate pepper spray strength. High OC percentage also indicates that a spray has more oil content, which can possibly use lower-grade peppers, uh, pepper oils or lower-grade capsinoids, the major CRCs, and also has less ability to soak, penetrate the skin than a formula with less, but higher-quality pepper oil because oil has hydrophobic properties.
0: Right, so what's more important than um – the OC content is the total capsaicinoid content. Okay. And the MC is the major capsaicinoid test. It's an actual lab based science test uh, where Scoville uh, heat rating is more subjective, um, usually determined by a group of people that uh, test the product. As we talked about before, it's um, different. It's just a different quality, right? You can buy um, inexpensive, as you just mentioned. Uh, ingredients that don't perform as well or you could you know you could buy very premium products that are high quality and perform very well. Um, because of the DoD contracts, you know, we ensure with lab testing that the highest level and quality of ingredient is used for the best performance.
1: I was trying to find a little Scoville unit measurement here. So the way,
0: the way it was explained to me and I don't know if it's 100% accurate is that the, you know the system was developed forever ago. And you know, if if you let's say you make a hot sauce and you want a Scoville rating,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you you send it to them. You pay for the test, and six people sit around a table and you know taste it, and then you know tell you know, decide that this is the range that it falls within.
1: So there's this um, this YouTube channel, and uh, the guy has like a talk show, but during the talk show, they have they eat hot wings, and they start off with like. Mild hot wings, and then as they go, they get hotter and hotter and hotter. Have you you know what I'm talking about?
0: No. Sounds like fun.
1: <laughs> it, it's pretty funny because, I mean, they get into like some extreme heat stuff, like you know the Scoville. We were talking about the Scoville, and I think that's how they measure it. But it goes from zero up to you know millions of Scoville heat units, which I mean, you can imagine, you know, it'd probably take paint off something when you get get that high. It's called First We Feast, and uh, you know he gets famous people on here. You know, like Kevin Hart, Will Ferrell, Gordon Ramsay. I saw one with um, oh, what's the guy's name that makes his titties bounce up and down? Terry Crews, that's his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Debo. <laughs> yeah, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, but I mean, these things get so hot that they actually start getting, you know, they start hallucinating. That you know this stuff gets so hot it affects your brain, but I've I've only watched a few of those. He's got a lot more since the last time I looked. So uh, that's a funny thing. If you guys want to go and see how that affects you internally, <laughs> just imagine getting that shit in your eyes. Uh, it's crazy. I just,
0: just imagine taking a poop after. Oh yeah. Oh
1: Lord, yeah. So you guys offer the pepper spray. So talk about the products that you have, the delivery systems. I, mean, I think that's probably pretty important too, or the different types of delivery systems that you can get uh, for these pepper sprays as well.
0: Yeah, so um, typically on a consumer market you have a spray and a gel and uh, there's uh, benefits and, and drawbacks for both um, and it is important to understand. So where a, a, a spray shoots a little further the spread of the spray opens up a little bit bigger, so your aim doesn't have to be as good. Uh, although with wind, uh, it's going to cross-contaminate or dissipate quicker. Uh, and it also, uh, with the spread being a little bigger, kind of uh, makes decontamination and cleanup a little harder. Uh, so a lot of law enforcement agencies have moved to gel for that reason. So the gel does what you think it would. It kind of uh, helps contain it. It uh, doesn't shoot as far. You have to aim a, a little bit better, but the gel sticks and stays on stuff. You know, we've seen in, in prison systems they have started to move away from gel because the inmates who, are, you know, become professionals at, at being sprayed uh, will wipe the gel off and throw it back at the officers. Uh, <laughs> You know, for for your average consumer, I I would not be concerned about that at all. The person that you're going to spray has probably not been sprayed a dozen times, and they haven't talked about it, you know, in in the jailhouse uh, courtyard for for months, you know. So um, I recommend gel. Uh, I do. That's what my wife typically carries. Okay. Um, You know, we have small units for your pocket, for your keychain, for your purse. Uh, We have larger units. Uh, for your purse, your car, your house, Um, you know, with everything going on here, you know, we have what's typically referred to in the industry as a Mark three. So it's two ounces of, of, um, of liquid that shoots about 18 feet. Uh, So I have one of those by the front door. And uh, as I'd mentioned, we have one on my son's stroller and that's, you know, that's not just for people that's maybe uh, for an aggressive dog. Um,
1: Right. That's a good point. You know, this, this doesn't necessarily have to be for you know people for humans. Uh, it could be used for use against animals as well. And I know I know a lot of people I don't say a lot of people. I know that it's common that uh pepper sprays are used uh, against bears too.
0: So they have uh they do they have a bear spray it's a product. Different
1: formula, um, yeah.
0: It is. So believe it or not, um if you want to develop a, a pepper spray for human beings, you basically just have to hit the guidelines and you're good. Uh, if you want to develop a pepper spray for animals, uh, it's a different department, and uh, it takes uh, thousands of dollars of testing and years of development to get that approved.
1: Yeah. And you guys aren't so, you aren't there yet with that. You don't have the uh, the animal product, right?
0: We do not. We're uh, in process. So to be 100% clear, the uh, product that we manufacture and develop is meant for human beings, although it will probably work on just about anything that you squirt with it.
1: Yeah. And you talked about guidelines for humans. Uh, What are the guidelines? Because from what I've read, just a little bit that I've read about it, um, the amount that you can carry is limited. And then, of course, I guess the potency is limited as well, right?
0: Sure. So the, the amount that you can carry is uh, determined by your state. So I'd, I'd tell you to look up your state laws.
1: What's the most that you've heard that the state will allow you to carry? Do you, do you know that? What's typical? What's uh, average?
0: Typically, so most states actually don't have any regulation. The few that do, uh, they want you to keep it two ounces and under. Is typically what we see. Okay. Uh, a two-ounce a two can is pretty big. Um,
1: Which is why you do the 1.8 just to keep it. <laughs> No questions, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Let's just uh, keep it easy for everybody. Um, the uh, you know we do do some bigger units for law enforcement. There are some states that allow it. You know, like mark nines or fourteen ounces. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about pretty sizable cans.
1: Um, yeah, and I, I saw them. You had them on display when we were at Fleoa. And imagine a fire extinguisher. Uh, yep. a, a small fire extinguisher. And that's, that's about the size you're talking about there.
0: Yep. So, you know, I they have um, a, a two ounce Mark three or a four ounce Mark four. Uh, people typically don't need anything bigger than that, you know, for all my friends and loved ones. Uh, and, and even, uh, when the lockdown started, uh, I sent a lot of people Mark threes. Uh, and just because it's shoots 18 feet, it's got uh, plenty of juice in there. Um,
1: and how many uses think... can you get out of one of those? Would you say?
0: So you know that's that's another subjective one, right? So how how long you hold the button? How long is it, uh, a squirt? Uh, we in our testing consistently, we like to say it's about tw- about twenty five squirts. Um, okay.
1: You know, if you if you if you hammer
0: down the button and let it all go out, well, that's that's one squirt, yeah. right? But
1: um, and from what I've seen uh, from the law enforcement guidelines, typically a one second squirt. First. Yeah, yeah a one second burst is uh, their guidelines. yeah but for for so them, are, you know, and that's that's law enforcement. Uh, of course, you know there's been several lawsuits against uh, law enforcement using pepper spray, uh, just like they're you know they're gonna sue the law enforcement for anything that they use use them for hand, you know they get sued for handcuffs. they get sued for everything. Um, and there's been you know there's been some deaths associated with using pepper spray. Um, but the majority of those have been uh, because someone had a pre-existing respiratory condition uh, asthma you know something along those lines um, or they just they panicked like you like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. so when you're using this there are risk you know don't think that uh, because you're using this uh, you know you're not uh, you may not potentially kill someone because you could uh, and then you would be held responsible for that
0: yeah and it's uh i also want to mention that it's contents under pressure so even with a training unit filled with water uh you don't want to pop somebody's eyeball out
1: yeah exactly so and do you sell the training units you said
0: we do yes sir
1: okay so you can buy those uh as well now i did see where you guys are working on a bear spray uh on
0: your- we are yep we are and it's it's been a fun and long journey with the epa <laughs> uh we hope uh, We thought we'd have it a lot sooner than we would, and we hope to have it very soon.
1: And that's one of those the larger ones, like I was talking, like kind of like a fire extinguisher size that you guys have. So uh, let's walk me through. So I'm going to your website, and I see the options here. I've got the pocket clip, sport model, slim line. Uh, let's say I want to. I'm going to click on this quick detach key ring. So I go here, and you've got two options. You got a safety top hard case, breakaway key ring, level three OC UV half ounce, uh, and then the other one is the same thing, which says OC UV CS. So what? Yep. So what's, we
0: do uh, yep. all of our product comes with a UV dye, uh, and the idea there is if you spray somebody and they get away, law enforcement can hit them with a black light and you know blow them like Papa Smurf, and then they know that that's the guy. Yeah. Um. And then we do just the the true OC, and then we do what they call a blend. Um, So it's a a tri-blend where we mix the uh, OC with the CS, and the idea there is the CS hits them quick and hard and burns hot, and the OC has that long-lasting burn. Uh, So kind of the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, from, from a law enforcement military perspective, everybody goes with OC. Uh, and a lot of consumers like the idea of a CS, and, and you know, that's the reason we offer it, and it's going to do the job yeah, uh, for sure. You know, but, you know, what do I have at home? I, I typically have OC.
1: Gotcha. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk about the UV. That's a good idea uh, to put that marker in there. That way, um, if dude said, no, they didn't spray me, it wasn't me, then that dye is going to be, and they're not going to know they have it on them, right, because it doesn't show up. They just hit them with an ultraviolet light. Right.
0: And so it's UV, right? So it's like taking a black light out of the hotel room.
1: And then it'll, it'll show up on them. It's like a dye pack in a bank robbery, you know, one of those uh, exploding uh, yep. things. Yeah. And it,
0: it's, a, it's a dye. So if they go home, take a shower, and change, they're still going to glow for a couple of days.
1: Yeah. That's cool. I like that. And do you put that in all your sprays? We do. We do. Very good. So, uh, and that's the difference on those two. Now, if I wanted the, 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 the practice ones where do I get those
0: so when you click into each unit um, there is typically an option
1: okay this one so that one I, I clicked on the OCUV with the um, the key ring model 12.99 half ounce I can get black or pink and my delivery method is gel
0: yep and again not offering the if you want the stream we do offer it in the Tri blend but I'd recommend the gel. So, as I'd mentioned, we got the pocket clip. It's a great safety top, spin top pocket clip. Mm-hmm. The sport model is great for those um, that jog. You know, there's a great video out there on YouTube where a lady uh, is running along. You typically don't have pockets. This has an elastic band that goes around your palm, it's always in your hand. Car pulls up, guy gets out, tries to yank her, pops around a bush, tries to yank her in the car. She lights him up and runs off. And, uh, and we have a slim line and a hard case. Mm-hmm. Basically, the same the same unit, just one's a little bit bigger. Um, and that's great for your uh, keychain or to keep in your purse. And as you mentioned, we got them in black. We got them in pink. got them in the tri-blend, stream and gel. Mm-hmm. keychain is a great one, too. And then that Mark III that I had mentioned, that's the, the bigger unit. that um, You know, great for a car. It'll fit in a purse. Great for a uh, nightstand or, or entryway table or mm-hmm.
1: And there's just, that's the one that's got the practice unit on it, I see. Yeah. I see there you get uh, it's coming soon, I guess.
0: Did the, the image is coming soon? Oh, the image, Sorry so it's
1: there. That. Okay, I got it's, you. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can buy it.
1: You can buy that, and that that's the one that'll have the the water. So, you, so for my mom, I would probably get her this this Mark III, tactical yeah. f- flip.
0: I would. Uh, that's what I'd recommend. She's not very active. She's not really right going in a lot of places. No,
1: she's very um, active and she goes a lot of places. No kidding. Yeah.
0: Good for her. God oh, was.
1: no. No, she's, she's very I thought, active.
0: I thought you mentioned she was in a home.
1: No, 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 no. She, uh, no. so when she's at home.
0: Oh, at home. Yeah. Oh, great. Wow. Good for her. So, yeah, that, that Mark III, um, would fit great in her purse and in her car. Um, it's got a bigger, really easy to activate because all you do is slip your, your thumb or your finger, your index finger in and depress the button. Mm-hmm. And it's got a nice big wide pad. You know, I don't know how, uh, she has any dexterity issues now. She's getting a little bit older, her strength issues.
1: Well, this that's the whole, you know, the whole thing was the strength issues as far as you know, the, she's not, yeah, having, there's no way she account. could, she could do a, uh, you know, semi-auto where she's got a racket, you know? So right. she would have to have a revolver or something like that. And even then, you know, with the, I would have to have some trigger have you, work. Uh,
0: done for her? Uh, check out that easy nine from Smith and Wesson or, uh, Easy three eighty. I know a lot of women like it because that slide is
1: like super butter. easy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for her, stream or fog for the delivery method? Do you think stream?
0: Uh, I think stream. Yeah. yeah. Think stream. So fog is kind of like a, a shotgun approach, and that's typically for law enforcement. It's like room clearing stuff. Yeah. Outside, the wind is going to greatly impact it, right? Because it's like a mist that you're spraying out there.
1: Right. Now that practice unit, does it come, uh, is it a stream or is it a fog?
0: That is a stream.
1: Okay. So I definitely want to get her one of those. I probably want to get her like three of those (laughs) because I I really want her to practice a lot before she uses something like this. Yeah. Uh, So I would get her like, you know, two or three of the practice things uh, to get her good and proficient uh, and then present her with, all right, this is the real stuff now, Ma. (laughs) Right,
0: don't practice. Yeah,
1: don't practice with this one. This is the real stuff. Very cool. So there you go, guys. That's uh, in a nutshell. uh, Some good options there with pepper spray from from Mission First Tactical and uh, for, you know, for every use pretty much. So go check them out. So uh, let me ask you this. This is another question I've got. Um, So, you know, let's say I get some pepper spray and, you know, I've got it and, and it's in the car or, you know, I've got it in the house or wherever my purse, and you know it's been a year and I've had it in there. What's the shelf life of these things?
0: So four to five years is the shelf life. Oh wow, uh, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of videos out there too where people test really old uh, OC uh-huh. and it's and it still works. So I learned this as well. Although the the OC does start to break down and lose potency, mm-hmm. the the real issue that you have is that in any aerosol can. There's uh, micro-leaking, so the propellant that's in there what you know, forces the liquid out, makes it squirt. Exactly. It's, it slowly starts to leak out and dissipate, uh, so the real risk is not so much that the OC loses potency. It's that you're going to go to hit the button, and all the gas is gone.
1: Yeah, and it's the reason it. I ask that is I've got this old can of WD-40 in my garage, <laughs> and I went to use it the other day. It's probably been in there six years, seven years. I don't know how long. Uh, and I went to use it the other day and it was just like no, no juice whatsoever.
0: Right. Just bubbles, uh, bubbles out if anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the liquid in there. If you cut it open is probably still good. Yeah. There's just no, no, not enough pressure to get it to squirt out.
1: What would you say, uh, as far as shelf life for pressure? Any, any studies on that?
0: Yeah. That's why we say five, we say five years.
1: Okay. So that your pressure still should be good.
0: Yep. We say you know, so four to five years is a good time to uh, reevaluate the pepper spray you have.
1: And storage wise, what uh, climate, different you know things like that? What do you recommend you know, storing your?
0: Uh, so it's you know it's heat really is a problem, um, as in any pressurized gas. Yeah, right.
1: Pretty much same uh, rules apply.
0: Yep. Yep. You know, we ship this stuff. It, it goes ORMD not because of the pepper spray inside it, because it's a pressurized gas.
1: Yeah. Very good. All right. I think that's all the questions. You, is there anything else you think that we might need to to make our listeners aware of when it comes to pepper spray use and ownership? You know,
0: all I can all I can do is uh, stress again that even if you uh, even if you carry a firearm or you have a firearm in your house, I think it's important to have a less than lethal option. Uh, you know, even if you start with that and wind up having to, to go to the lethal option, uh, at least you know you, you can. You have the recourse that you, you mitigated the situation using every uh, possible option, including a less than lethal one.
1: Right, and uh you know I think this might be a good uh, a thing to continue on uh, and highlight some other less than lethal options. Maybe do a, a little segment on all these different type things. So, uh, very yeah, good. That's a great, great yeah, great idea.
0: I want to volunteer Adam Ranola to to do some taser testing. <laughs>
1: uh yeah big skinny absolutely little skinny richard i'm that's sure true. i'm sure he'd be down for that not uh, i don't know if we give him enough white claw he might that's
0: right what well, we got to give him the white claw first and then get him to agree to it and then remind him in the morning
1: buy him a case of tall girls and uh, that's that's true <laughs> so. but no that's very very good information so like i mentioned earlier i mean there are there are all kinds of other less than lethal I just wanted to highlight the pepper spray uh kind of kick this off maybe you know like I said maybe we'll do tasers uh another episode get into some tasers and some of these other um uh, options as well but David thank you so much for taking the time to be on we greatly appreciate it and appreciate everything that you do for the lead heads and uh, guys go to mission first tacticals website are you are you guys still doing web sales or is that shut down now too
0: that is unfortunately shut down too, but I'll tell your, your listeners to get in the queue. If, if you need or want something, get in the queue, and we're going to be shipping here next month.
1: Yeah, so we've got the tactical uh, dump trays that uh, they're making for us. We've got the tactical wallets that you guys can get the uh, Talking Lead logos on, the AK Corner. Uh, and, of course, they can custom do with that uh, that magical art system they've got. I still don't know what to call it. <laughs> injection molding ink stuff. uh, They pretty much do anything you want. So if you've got something special you want them to do, they can do that for you too. But uh, if you go to their website and under, should I had your website up here now? I don't have it on where it's at. It's uh, com
0: or mftltd.com.
1: Yeah, go to that website under limited edition. uh, It's the very first tab at the top. Uh, you'll see that they've got magazines, they've got those wallets, they've got the dump trays. That's where you're gonna find the talking lead uh, wallets and and dump trays there. I see you did one for PDN too. Look at there. Yes, sir. Pink got a this hold of was... you. Yes, sir. Uh but yeah, go there and you can uh like I said, you can get in line. Uh you can even get a milk chocolate magazine replica. I mean, you just missed out on Easter for those. It'd have been perfect for Easter.
0: Yeah, you know, usually we do a, a big push for for holiday, and then Valentine's Day, and then Easter, and um,
1: of course Easter just was here got... in the lockdown. Yep. Yeah, yeah, damn it, unfortunately. Uh, and then of course they're what they're known for are their holsters. They're uh, out of the waistband, in the waistband, the minimalist. Uh, their mag pouches, and you've pretty much got most of your major firearms covered under your holsters, right? Yes, sir. Brand-wise. So Glocks, 1911s, yep. Smith & Wessons. Uh, and maybe soon they'll have the, uh, the Kel-Tec CP33s, this custom one that you did.
0: <laughs> That's right. We got, we got a one-of-a-kind that we can, we can try to produce.
1: Yeah. You need to see it. Have you got it? Has it got the ink on it?
0: It does. It oh, does.
1: Okay, send that to me. I haven't seen it yet.
0: I thought I did. I apologize. I'll get that you over. You sent
1: me the pattern. So what you were oh, gonna do, you just didn't you didn't send the finished
0: one. Right. You know what? Cause I was
1: No, that's fine,
0: dude. I just gonna I was gonna had yep, it slated to go to my art guy. We were gonna meet and get some professional photos done and we had to cancel that. Yeah. Because of the COVID.
1: Uh, so go and support those like Mission First Tactical that make this show possible. Uh Kel-Tec, we just mentioned them, com. Uh, still trying to get those guys on. Uh, they have been, they haven't been shut down. They've been very busy. They're still working. Uh, I think their workload probably quadrupled. Um, but we're going to try to get those guys on. And then Fioki, uh, Fioki Ammunition. I, I busted the myth that they had shut down their commercial uh, productions last week. Uh, they are up and going, fully, fully running with commercial. Get you, buddy.
0: You hear him in the background.
1: Yep, <laughs> he wants his yeah. daddy banging
0: on the door. Man, it's time to go outside.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Uh, uh, Fioki and the Modern Spartan Systems for all your gun, gun cleaning and uh, lubrication needs. Go to Modern Spartan Systems. Just clean your firearms, and optimize them with Modern Spartan Systems line of products, and of course that TVT engine oil additive for anything with an engine, your vehicles, your lawnmowers. <laughs> Uh, your chainsaws, whatever it may be, it's going to make them run run longer and protect the engine in those. And we've got discount codes set up for several of these companies. Uh, if you're going and patronizing them with your business, get in touch with me. If we've got a discount code set up, I will get that for you or I'll try to get one set up. Uh, and again, we greatly appreciate you lead heads uh, through this time listening to the podcast and supporting our sponsors. So until next Thanks, episode, Barty. yeah, buddy, until next episode, as always, keep your loved ones close daddy. and your kids closer. <laughs> He's calling for his daddy. Go go, take care of your son. Daddy. Thanks, man. All right, buddy, thank you. I'll holler at you.